Welcome to McBrayer and Associates, the podcast. I'm Jim McBrayer. If you don't know me already, let me tell you a little bit about myself. So I worked for a Fortune 200 company for 21 years. I was a sales director there before I founded this company, which focuses on sales training, performance coaching, and consulting all around sales. Specifically, most of our business is around industrial and commercial type business. So after leaving that Fortune 200 company, they were my first customer. This podcast gives you some of the insight that my live training and coaching delivers. If you like what you hear, don't hesitate to get in touch with me through email. That's it. Jim at McBrayerAndAssociates.com. And please feel free to share the podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it. The primary role of any leader is to develop their people. Development is done best through one-on-one coaching. There's six stages to the process. First, the objective. The salesperson starts by stating their intention. For example, what's the goal of the sales call? Second, self-assessment. After the call, the rep assesses the call. Third, feedback. This is when you provide feedback after the rep. Fourth, receptivity. Check their response to your comments. And fifth, obstacles. Identify what's blocking us. And finally, six, solutions. Half our time should be spent on solutions. Okay, now let's go a little bit deeper with each stage of the coaching process. So first, starting with the objective. Every sales call must have an objective, and most do not. You should ask the salesperson prior to the sales call, what's the objective of the call? Be willing to challenge their objective if it's too weak or not in alignment. The challenge would come in the form of a question. So here are some examples. I'm not going to read them to you, but here they are for your review. Now, second, after the call, ask the rep to assess it. It's imperative that the rep goes first. Before you give any feedback, you must get their perspective. Their assessment will inform you of where their head is. This information is invaluable to you. One question is usually not enough to have a good picture of where their head is. Ask at least three questions to dig deeper. So here's some examples. What's your assessment compared to the objective? Why do you say that? Do you think you were prepared for that aspect of the call? Why do you think that? How receptive do you think the buyer was? Also, you can ask for self-assessment on the weekly action plan. For example, what is your assessment of your performance this week? Or please give me some specifics on each lead activity. Or how did you benefit from the commitment that you kept? And then third, after the rep gives her assessment, you give your feedback. Start with any aspect of their assessment you can agree with. Find something that you can compliment them on. The rep must trust that you have their best interest as your top priority. By complimenting them, you're reinforcing a positive behavior. If the rep did a good job of self-assessment, your job is easy. Your job is to encourage their self-improvement initiative. To provide evidence that they can do it because they did something like this in the past. However, if they're missing something, you have to tell them. You must be keen not to pile on. If the rep has already acknowledged a problem, you should compliment them on their awareness and move on. 
if they did not do a good job in the self-assessment, then you have to assume it is a blind spot for them. Give feedback in only one area per coaching per session. So if you bring more areas, the rep will feel like you're not trying to help them, but just criticizing, and you'll lose their trust if you pile on. So stage four, how receptive is the rep to your comments? Again, if the rep did a good job of self-assessment, there's not much for you to do here. However, just because you identified some area of improvement, you should not assume that they agree with you. So ask them. You should not move forward until you're in agreement on the assessment. Stage five, consider the obstacles. What's blocking the desired outcome? The key is to let the rep go first. Always let the rep talk first. You ask the questions that will help them have an awareness of the true obstacle. You do that with questions, not with directives. For example, what do you think caused that? What is preventing the desired result? How do you feel about prospecting? What are you thinking that makes you feel that way? So let's take a look at the belief that's causing that thinking. Then we move on to step six. Once the rep has identified the obstacle, move to the solution. Your role is to ask questions such as, beliefs are decisions. What would be a more empowering decision? Or what supporting evidence do we have for this empowering decision? Or third, great solutions are derived from great questions. What would be a better question to ask of yourself? Or fourth, how can we differentiate ourselves in the most meaningful way? Five, does this solution address their most important criteria to buying? And six, how can we prove that they will achieve their desired outcome? In summary, you're ready to influence. Your reps have established a vision of what they want. We've created a tactical plan of action. We have a process by which to keep score. You're holding weekly group huddles to keep everyone focused, accountable, and motivated. And finally, you have a method to develop your people one-on-one. -on -one. If you have questions about what you heard or what you want to learn more of, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at jim at mcbrayerandassociates.com. Let me spell that out for you because I know it's a mouthful. McBrayer is M-C-B-R-A-Y-E-R and A-N-D, not the ampersand, A-N-D, associates, plural, dot com. So that's jim at mcbrayerandassociates.com. I look forward to hearing from you.